Hey, welcome back to For the Journey podcast, or welcome if you're listening for the first time. Today's episode is when the journey leaves you tired. Now, to avoid being the biggest hypocrite on the planet, let me go ahead and say that I know everything in this episode in theory. I'm still working on the whole putting it into practice in my own life thing, and at times not very successfully. I mean, I only almost fell asleep at the wheel twice this past week. Needless to say, this episode is as much for me as anyone else. As I shared last time, I work three jobs. There's the breadwinner to pay the bills. There's for the journey, my passion and reason for existence. Then I still spend Saturdays at the convenience store for fun. It was my first job at 16 and I just love it. Even though I wouldn't change the life I chose, the job juggling can be exhausting. Then I live alone, so there's cooking, cleaning, laundry, yard work, and all the joys of adulthood and homeownership, which is also exhausting. Basically, I survive on caffeine, and I'm so tired are three of my most frequently spoken words. While you may not work three jobs like me, I'm guessing your journey is exhausting at times too, perhaps most of the time. Maybe you have three kids who are all involved in different activities, so you're constantly running here and there. Maybe you're trying to work full-time, raise your kids, and take care of aging parents. Maybe you live on a farm, which means there's always more hard work to do than time to do it in. Whatever life looks like for you, I'm sure it can be a lot. I'm sure sometimes sleep is in short supply and energy is hard to manufacture. So, what should we do when our journey leaves us tired? Well, at the risk of stating the obvious, resting is usually a good idea. When God created the world, he rested on the seventh day. Now, he didn't do that because all that creating had left him zapped. No, he did that for us. He knew we needed that example because we have limits he doesn't. However, it's up to us to follow the example he set for us. To make time, even when we feel like it's the last thing we have time for, to rest. I may not really have time for them, but I am very partial to my Sunday afternoon naps between church services. There's no shame in having to take a break, having to treat yourself to a little R&R. Sometimes rest is one of our greatest needs. Okay, so I hate to admit it, but I'm a little bit of a control freak. So, this next one may be even harder for me than making time for rest. But, sometimes we take on way too much and have to let some things go or, dare I say it, delegate them to others. I know, yikes. In Exodus 18, Jethro, Moses' father-in-law, brings Moses' wife and two sons to him. Now, the day after Jethro arrives, Moses stands before the people to judge them from morning to evening. This displeases his father-in-law, and Jethro plainly asks Moses what he's doing. When Moses explains how the people come to him to inquire of the Lord and how he judges between them and teaches them the statutes and laws of God, Jethro tells him straight up that what he's doing isn't good, telling Moses in Exodus 18:18, Thou wilt surely wear away both thou and this people that is with thee, for this thing is too heavy for thee. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. He then suggests finding able men who fear the Lord to rule over small groups of the people and take care of smaller matters, freeing Moses up to handle only the really difficult issues. 
Jethro encourages Moses to let others share the burden of judging the people, so Moses will be able to endure. And Moses takes his father-in-law's godly and wise counsel and shares the load. He relinquishes a little control. Now, Moses wasn't trying to do harm to himself or his people. He was only trying to be a good leader. But by taking on way too much, he was making himself and his people vulnerable. After all, what would happen when Moses did burn out, which he was guaranteed to do eventually trying to do so much all on his own? Usually, when we completely overload ourselves, like Moses, we have good intentions. We're trying to do favors for friends and coworkers to help them out. We're trying to ensure that an event is a complete success. Or, when we're overloading ourselves in ministry, in the church, we're trying to give the Lord our absolute best, meet needs, and fill gaps. But, human as we are, as much as we would like to think we can, we can't do it all. Sometimes, we need to recruit help to keep from causing more harm than good by completely wearing ourselves out to the point that we're no good to anyone and also to give others opportunities to do and serve. Furthermore, when we enlist help, we need to trust our help and not micromanage. If we're constantly going behind them and looking over their shoulder, we're not getting the break we need. We have to trust them to come to us if they need help, as Moses trusted his rulers to handle the small stuff and come to him when there was a difficult issue. So, I know it's hard, believe me, but sometimes when our journey has left us tired, that simply means it's time for uh, it's time to ask for help. Time to do a little delegating. To wrap things up, rest and sharing our load are both great. But one of the things that brings me comfort when my journey has left me zapped is remembering that my God isn't tired. One of my favorite verses, Isaiah 40:28 states, "Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, feigneth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. When you're totally worn out, completely exhausted, the Lord still has limitless power and strength. And the very next verse of Isaiah 40 says that the Lord giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Thus, when your journey leaves you tired, when it zaps you of all your energy and strength, wait for God to provide. Wait for Him to renew your strength. As the very popular final verse of Isaiah 40 teaches, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. So, when you're tired, wait on the Lord. With strength from Him, you'll soon be running again. Thanks again for listening. And before I go, the new 30-day devotional study, Serving God and Others, is available now. Perhaps some of you already have your copies. If so, thank you for your order, and I hope you're enjoying it. If not, reach out to me through Facebook or at ForTheJourneyLiterature at gmail.com for a printed copy or downloadable PDF. Have a great week, and God bless.